everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and today I'm with Carol Lee. She, since childhood, has had the natural gift of intuitiveness. And this gift has grown and matured with her until eventually she developed full-out clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, automatic writing, and the speaking of a spiritual language for a soul's guidance. And those are pretty much all of the spiritual gifts. Um, She is a spiritual whole life coach and a direct voice channel. Uh, She does one-on-one coachings and group sessions, and she uses her natural abilities to receive guidance from the non-physical. She also serves as a trance channel for the master teaching collective known as ALEC, and they seek to bring guidance, healing, and love to all humanity. Carol Lee, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Connie. It's great to be here, and I appreciate your your introduction. It's very sweet. (laughs) Um, The thing... I'm so intrigued and inspired about you is not necessarily that you channel these beings and you have all these these amazing spiritual gifts, obviously, that you've worked on and honed and and grown with, but more so that you do it with such confidence and trust. I mean, isn't that what we all want with our intuition. I mean, everybody does have intuition, but most of us don't trust it. And I think you are at such the extreme level of trusting that, that I'm just, I just want to talk to you and find out how that journey has been for you. Has it always been this way? No, it hasn't. And as you said, trust is the, it's the key that actually unlocks the door to the giftings. And that was a process for me. And in the time of knowing what was evolving and truly trusting other people, trusting my own intuition as what it was I was hearing, um, having to do some research of that to discover it myself. But yes, trust was the key. Let's just start here. What is a direct voice channel and how is a direct voice channel different from, say, a regular channel? A direct voice channel is one that is a vessel, say we call, um, as a chalice would hold a, a wine, it's a vessel that allows the energy to flow through. It, in this trust, which we go back to that key word, of the energy to flow through, it allows this, this high, higher vibration energy to take over our vocal cords and to speak directly it um, within this process kind of puts some of the channelers into what we call a chrysalis stage where they're just um, in a, um, a pod of, of uh, oh I don't know sometimes it's so hard to explain it um, sometimes we call it like we go to the mall shopping when the channeler the channel comes through we're not present so you get out of the way. We get out of the way, yeah. Um, so because there's different type of channelers, there's so many. And, and they normally, some will, and I'm just going to tell you this so I can talk it out first to hear what they're trying to say. It's like starting through when you allow that trust to flow. It's like planting the seed and it grows. So sometimes they have to put, okay, this is what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes they, they're telling me that we have, they put the people into what they call the chrysalis stage, the cocoon as a butterfly. 
And then as they evolve and that trust merging between the energies, then it allows that they can awaken the body and then have it go forth. So um, they're, they're kind of explaining it to me too. So um, with that said, that's how some of the channelers that you might be familiar with is Esther or Theo, um, that they're now awake and walking around. But in the beginning, they weren't. So I'm in that evolving stage because they're opening my eyes and they're moving me forward far greater than these other people because Sheila did it for 40 years and she's just now there. I've been doing it for like a couple of years and I'm already there. So does that wow. make sense? Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's so interesting. Okay. Okay. So in the beginning, did you, were you, were you skeptical? I mean, how did, how did it start for you? Um, I, I had a knowing it was the inside. I heard somebody else channeling. And um, from that, I really felt, oh, I can do that. And it happened to have been, as we said, Sheila Gillette, who was channeling Theo. And she was the um, instrument to opening up Esther Hicks with Abraham. Right. And with this time, I had even inquired and it was confirmed that that was my path. So it was kind of that check and balance that you know, wait a minute, I know I can do that, even though I've never done it. And it was a process from that. Did Sheila Gillette work closely with you? I know she she did, as you said. She is the one who introduced Esther to yeah, Abraham, got her on her path. Did Sheila work with you? She did. And um, I was uh, just blessed with Theo's guidance and asking some questions and they confirmed that it was my path and to be a whole whole life coach and a facilitator which was a little bit different from many channels because I get the information from many ways so it's just um, now been evolving into what I feel the true path is wow that's so fascinating well tell us who who is or who are Alec and how did they come to you? Um, well, Connie, let me start first in saying when I entered into this, I wasn't sure what it was that was coming forth. And um, I was hearing guidance in my inner mind and I kept asking, who are you? And kind of trying to get an identity with it so that I would have that trust and I just little things with um, a piece of paper on my desk randomly had the A-L-E-C, Alec. And I'd never seen that paper before. Um, and in meditation, I heard it again. So I, I'm one that says, okay, third time's a charm, give it to me again. And I, at that time, had taken it with um, Theo and they confirmed it was Alec and that that was the name coming forth. And from there, it's just really that trust to going in, developing that relationship with them in my inner mind. And from that, they were communicating, say it's time. And I found somebody that was willing to work with me to be that facilitator and just that trust factor. And I went into a meditation and they slowly emerged. When I say slowly, it was because it was a battle of who, for me to release my vocal cords and my mouth for it to be moving. Because I, I was always used to being control and having something else to take control. So from that moment, 
they kind of put me into a, as we said, the chrysalis stage, they removed me so that they could take over my body. Wow. So what did that feel like the first time they came through? I know Esther Hicks talks about how they started, I guess Sheila said, go home and meditate. So I've listened to their tapes over and over again. They're on my running iPod. And and so Sheila sent them home. And I guess the, the two, Esther and her husband, meditated together. And then Esther started by was it typing she started automatic 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 writing so i mean but that's one thing having having something take over your voice i mean that's got to be that's like the ultimate in surrender i guess it was mine was different that the the channeling came first and then the automatic writing came um but yeah it was like it, it was like something was going to jump out of my throat. It kind of, and truly, this mount might sound weird, but I felt like there was something inside of me trying to come out, um, and I didn't know how that felt. And one time I was driving, and my jaw just flew open, like like a puppet string, like something was trying to play with the movement and getting used to it. I could feel that there was something, um, and I say something because I wasn't quite sure at that time, trying to feel the controls, how it would go. And in meditation, they showed me it was time to let go. And in the starting of the channeling, it came through very rough, raspy, very, um, uh, well, and I say somebody mentioned kind of like a Yoda voice at Mm -hmm. first, just something completely different and just trying to get used to it. So it it was very challenging. It, it would take a lot of energy from me, and I wasn't sure I was supposed to do it because it made me tired, but the energy it took was for me fighting it. And when mm-hmm. I realized to stop fighting it and just to allow and trust, which is the word you introduced in the beginning of this, this podcast, is trust was the key. And the minute I realized it was of God, it wasn't anything that was going to endanger me, it wasn't anything that was going to harm others or harm myself that it was strictly divine information and when that moment kind of clicked for me then i realized it was okay well let's talk about what alex's mission is because you also have your own personal mission you you've always been um you call yourself the divine mystic you've always had a connection with god with the divine um, what is your mission with this, and what is Alex's mission, or are they the same? It, it's it, you're right. That's a very good question. It is the same. It's healing. It's healing others and guiding them. I, I really, as Mike Carroll's personal uh, mission is assisting others on their path, as knowing when they have questions of experiences or how do I discern? Is this am I hearing my guides or is this just my mind chatter? I'm having this experience of, of smelling things or uh, just whatever may it be as how to assist them into trusting that so that that gifting can evolve. It, it's, it's clearing out our, our mind clutter, the cobwebs of our past to open up for the divine to flow through. As in for Alec, they're about introducing what happens to be, I think, as the conscious collective up, they talk about, you know, self-love. They talk about um, just the basic guidance in that moment. 
how to let our armor down of what we hold so close to us is our, our woundedness, our, our, our soul's essence for, you know, the, that it brings forth. So when we let it down, how that healing of us can come forth, the emerging, to be whole, to be whole with God, to teach others, to be able to bring upon the heaven on earth. Mm, I love that. I love that. So if I were to work with Alec per, on a one-to-one -on -one -one basis, how would they work with me? For example, um, would I come to you with an intention to heal something? And would they tell me what to do? Or how does that work? Well, and Connie, within that question, there's two different... That's why they've kind of presented me as what we call the whole life coach versus Alec, the sessions one-on-one -on -one with Alec, and I call those the private sessions. Um, people will come, clients will come with a list of many different things that they want to ask straight from the divine, whatever it may be in their life, or questions of experiences they've had, or how when they connected with another person, or had a, a relationship, may be just a friendship or intimate relationship, just a, a deeper depth, um, where their path is. Alec will go in and assist them. They don't, um, how should I say this? They assist within a way that they don't give any negative feedback. They just help with what it is that allows that soul to experience it. Some things they'll just give forth of, of a reassurance, whatever that person needs. The, the whole life coaching is information I get clear audience with them. So someone might come with an intention of, you know, I have... Um, this trigger that keeps emerging and I don't know how to, to work with it. So we kind of talk about what's happening in their life, what's up for them, and it's peeling the onion. And during that time with uh, the clients, I'm giving information via clairaudient, but I get visions. It just really depends on the client and how they want to communicate. Uh, several clients, I get many visions that are brought forth, and I kind of communicate that to them to see if it resonates with them. But I'm also shown May it be something from the past that they've brought forward, anything that they, is a block that they need to acknowledge. So we've got two different things that um, it depends on what the client's needs are. So someone comes to you with a specific need and you deal with that. My problem is I can never hone in on the on the specific thing. I'm I just want the broad answers. Like, what am I here for? Yeah, and, and those are the Alec questions. Those are the ones where everyone likes to get to the our global gatherings or something and just kind of hear what do you have to say? What's going to touch my heart? What's going to feed my soul? Right. And in that moment, you actually get to interact with the divine, and that's who they are. They're ascended masters of the of the far east the divine coming forth to assist humanity. Yeah, I like it. We need them, <laughs> don't we? You seem to be such a regular girl. What do you do to stay whole in mind, body, and spirit to facilitate this? <clears throat> because it must be pretty demanding on, on your your mind, body, and spirit. It, it has been. And, it, and the regular girl is... is is just that I, I am a regular girl I like fashion I like shoes I like I know you're really cute and <laughs> hip and I'm like wow not what you'd expect from a channel <laughs> well thank you well and that was part of my path is when I I really was in the the earthly world and when this um spiritual experiences started to um, re-emerge when I, in my childhood I had some but re-emerge in powerful ways 
that's where I went on a deeper spiritual path of going in and reading. And I had to do a lot of seeking in books and others. And um, there was a couple people that I will give a little shout out to is Dee Wallace was the first one that I went to because she was in the entertainment industry and I could resonate with that, which led me to Sheila Gillette, Theo, and Theo then confirmed, it's you're on your own, you've got this, run with it. But I realized that the meditation was, uh, again, the key of going within. And when I relinquished all my um, armor, then my guides and Alec started to reveal a whole new world, a whole new bright, colorful world that I had no idea was out there. Wow. So we go back to that trust and surrender. What would Carol and what would Alec, or what does Carol slash Alec, I don't even, I don't think there's a difference anymore, say about trusting our own guidance? And maybe what do they, what would they have to say to me personally about trusting my own guidance? Is it okay to ask that? Yes, it is. And, and, and I, when I want to go back to when you said that the Carol and Alec, Alec is with me all the time and I do get information and there's times I set the boundary that I am just out and or in a non-information way but then there's times I'm with girlfriends and they'll say hey anytime you have information just you know let it flow and of course I do um, but what would Carol or Alec say? Alec would say first to just to believe, to believe and may it be God, spirit, universe, the divine, whatever may it be, but also to believe that you are the master. You are the one that can do. And they're showing me again, all that Jesus, Jesus came here on the planet, all that he did, you can do greater and more. It's, it's trusting ourselves and overcoming this earthly, earthly, uh, constraints. I always kind of, when it goes back to, they teach, I always um, was inquiring myself and they were sharing with me this opportunity on this earth in this human shell, this body is like a university. We come here and some people come as the elementary and some people high school and the university that we grow into it. We grow into how to be whole with God. And we come here to have these experiences because our divine spark, who we are, just doesn't have that opportunity to love with great depth, to have an emotion, to cry, to feel. And this is a way that we get to experience it. Mm, wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Isn't that That's what we all want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us how people can get in touch with you, work with you, um, get to know you better. Well, we have uh, our website. It's Mystic by Divine. M-Y-S-T-I-C-B-Y-D-I-V-N-E dot com. There's a lot of services on there. Uh, I also have services of home purifications and blessings and just a lot of different things of about sensitive to energies or how to cleanse one's wholeness as the temple that they are or their home. We also do a global gathering, a monthly global gathering that is at a real affordable price that people can experience this interaction of what Alec is. And we do meditation and 
just they answer questions, they give a discourse. We have a lovely newsletter that goes out monthly with a, a discourse from Alec that they just share what's up for humanity. And also, Connie, you asked me earlier about you, and um, there's change. There's change for all of humanity, but there's change coming forward. There's a greater expansion. Just a, uh, it's, it's somewhat like you've just testing the waters, putting your feet into different different things to feel how it how it is is feels to you. And then this trust, which is this word, I think the theme for today is going to come forth. That you're actually going to dive into the waters into great depths, and within that trust, it is just going to open up in ways you didn't expect it to be sweet i like it (laughs) (laughs) well i'm i'm looking forward to diving in more and thank you so much carol this has just been fascinating and you've inspired me to trust my own guidance and hopefully we've inspired others to um do the same as well so i hope to hear back from you and